Hey everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. My guest today is the Ramblin' Man, Brian Harris. So uh, last year, I had a wonderful chef on the show, the chef of Whole Harvest, Chef Will, and I noticed that he had literally, I'm not saying that this is the truth, the most beautiful cutting board I had ever seen, and I asked him where he got it, and he told me, and now I have the maker of these cutting boards on the show. I haven't gotten one yet because uh, even though I like the one that Will had the best, which is the checkerboard one, I wanted to see the other styles before I ordered. So please welcome to the show, Brian Harris. Hello, Ramblin' Man. How are you? I'm great, AJ. How are you? Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I'm great. So how did Chef Will get your cutting board? Well, my wife uh, worked with Chef Will and he was a chef and he, he said, what better place to start with giving out some cutting boards than to a chef? So that's uh, that's how we did that. Yeah. I mean, that then is beautiful. How long have you done these? So I started making the cutting boards probably about oh, six or nine months ago around there somewhere. Um, I've always been interested in woodworking. Um, so that's uh, this was a natural extension of it. Once we started doing plant-based foods uh, meals, we uh, had, to, had to have something to cut all the vegetables and fruit on. So we, I thought cutting boards were a great extension for that. The, the checkerboard one, it's just, it's really stunning. I've never quite seen a board <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a unique design. It's kind of a 3D uh, image. If you look at it from the side, it, it really gets you kind of kind of whacked out a little bit but yeah it's 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 really neat it's fun to make uh but yeah I, I i saw it on a youtube video and i watched the guy make one and i was like okay i can do that and i and i did is the one that you have closer to you the same as the one farther away uh this one and this one no there's one that's kind of like um there's one that's sitting down flat and is that the exact same thing oh right here no, no, farther, farther away from you. It's like, I think it's going to be to your left. Oh, right here. Yeah, that, that looks a little bit lighter to me. Like maybe it's a lighter wood. Yeah, no, it's, it's the same exact wood. It's just a smaller board. Uh, basically, it doesn't have the, the other 3D dimensions on the edge. Um, so it's just a smaller, uh, smaller version of one of these. But same kind of wood. Uh, this is maple and this is uh, walnut. Got it. Do you, do you make anything else other than cutting boards? Uh, yeah, um, we've made uh, furniture, we made a couple of bookshelves, we've made an uh, end table, we made a coffee table, um, just whatever. So one of our one of our daughters, actually a couple of daughters, moved to apartments, and first thing you know, they need some furniture or whatever the case may be. So uh, a natural extension was to make some, to make a few things for them. And we kind of did it together, so it was really nice. Yeah, you know, we're making all of our, our, our grandkids will all get a, a handmade stool like this when they when they get old enough so they can stand up to the sink or get up on the potty, wherever the case may be. So, yeah. uh -huh. you, you could maybe make a custom squatty potty. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So uh, do people, do you have a shop or is this just online? Um, Just online. Just online. Yes. Just online. How hard is it to make a cutting board? Well, you know, that's a great question. Um, different ones take a little bit longer. And if you have, so today what I thought we could do is I, I watched a few of your videos and you have chefs on and they do recipes for food. 
I thought we could do like a recipe for a cutting board and kind of walk through the steps. If yeah, that, if that's that better. Sounds, that sounds really interesting. Can anybody learn this craft? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. You can, uh, even if you don't have all the tools that I have, you can go down to a woodworking store. And a lot of times they'll have a kit to make a cutting board. And you just have to basically glue things together and sand it and finish it. So yeah, it's, it's not, you can be as intricate as you want or it can be very easy to make. So yeah, definitely anybody can do it. Do you make any other kitchen tools like, or not tools, but like, like have you ever seen those, those beautiful salad bowls that are made of wood? Yeah, I know, I've seen them. I haven't made one of those. Uh, I would need a lathe. They typically a wood lathe is used for those, and I don't have one of those as of yet. So I'm I'm trying to trying to keep it pretty narrow focused right now. But eventually, I'm sure I'll, I'll branch out into that type of thing. What's the best way to care for a wood cutting board? Um, well, what you need to do is uh, wood cutting boards are kind of unique in the fact that you can't use. Well, you know, when you finish a board, you don't use a like paint or polyurethane or anything like that. That's not food grade. So what you do is use a, a common, what I make, I actually make some of my own paste like this. Uh, it comes in like this, and it's a basically like a like a wax, okay? Uh, it's a combination of mineral oil, car carnauba wax, and beeswax. You, you basically brush it on like car wax out of the board, and then you uh, wipe it off and... and uh, let us sit for a little while. So, so yeah. a, lot, a lot of our audience, most of our, my audience is vegan. Is there a way to do it without the beeswax? Without beeswax, you can just use mineral oil. Mineral oil. Great. Thank okay. you. Yeah. yeah. What, kind so, of, what kind of wood makes the best cutting board? Well, you know what? Um, kind of walk through it. If you want, I can just kind of walk through it. I'm going to show you different woods and stuff like that. If that's okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So kind of with the... With cutting boards, there's basically two different styles, like you see right here. So, like you like the checkered one here. This is what we call an end grain board, and this is uh, a, we call it edge grain board. Kind of confusing a little bit, end grain and edge grain. But uh, basically, wood has a grain to it, as you can imagine. So, this is a nice chunk of maple here. Uh, the length of it. So, this would be called the edge because it's along the edge edge grain. Okay. And then when you cut the end off, this is the end grain. Pretty simple. Okay. So. To make these two, these are the two kinds. It's a different process. So when you make this cutting board, which is an edge grain, you basically take several pieces of this, cut it, and glue it together, and then finish it. When you make the edge grain, you do the same thing. You glue these all together like this, but then you cut them into pieces like you see here, and you flip them up on the end, so the edge is showing on the top, and you glue these together. That's how you make the board that you see here, for example. Then you can also pattern you have things that look like this so that's an edge grain and an end grain so you pick your what which uh kind of board you want to make and then you want to look at your species of wood so you use a hardwood for cutting boards um and the best woods for them are like you have cherry here which is kind of a strawberry color um you have walnut which is nice and dark maple which you saw over there then we have a, a red wood, it's called Paduk. Then you have a purple board, which is a purple heart. And then you have another one, yellow heart. Okay. Those are all hardwoods, and they're the best for this because they have really close cell structure. And uh, that way, contaminants don't get into the wood. Um, and, and over time, you know, it creates bacteria. It's much close, more close cell. 
Then if you use something like an oak or anything like that, that is much more porous. So it has a tendency more to for, for contaminants to get in there. So once you choose your wood and you choose the style of board you want to make, then you kind of decide on the size. And uh, what I like to do is when I'm designing boards is I will, um, I have a notebook where I can pretty much put everything in that I do. And I'll just draw it out like, like that. And then I can kind of, kind of, kind of come up with a cutting list of, of what, I'm, what I'm going to need for it. So that's how it starts. Any questions on the different types of woods or? Not yet, guys. If you have any questions for Brian, just put them in the chat. But it's kind of neat because the different colors, you can make whatever pattern you want. Um, and that's kind of, that's, that's the fun part of it. Like this one here, this maple board here is all maple except for I put two stripes of, of the purple heart in there. So it's kind of neat. Um, so once you decide on uh, what size board you're going to make, first thing you need to do is cut your, cut your wood uh, to length. So we're going to make a, a, a board that's 8 by 12. So the length on it, we're going to cut these boards, these strips, is going to be uh, 13 inches. So we're going to meet you while I cut this real quick. I'll just show you. I'm just going to cut one. Um, got to put my safety glasses on or my wife will get mad at me. And plus, I don't want to lose an eye. So we're going to meet you here real quick and I'll do this cut. So now I've got to cut the length, the 13 inches that I want. So now I need to cut it into these one inch strips like this. So to do that, first thing I do though, is I, I want to make sure that the edge is nice and square and nice and clean. So I'm going to put it through the joiner here and I'll do that real quick. Need to change my chop back pose. This isn't something like a home. You, I mean, this isn't a craft that most of us would be able to do at home right away. You do need some of these tools, obviously, right? Yeah, I mean, like I said, you can buy a kit at the, at, a, at a hardwood store, and they'll this will all be done for you already, and you just glue it all together. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is something that if you're going to do it right, um, I did a lot of research on it, and to make things fit perfectly, so you don't have any. Because when you glue all these boards together, you want to make sure there's no gaps. So. To do it right, you certainly need to have the right tools and uh, do all the proper steps. So, after you uh, get your lathe cut and get the edges all squared up, now we're just going to cut a strip in here to the right thickness, so to the right width. Which we're going to cut these at one inch. So you have to make it to make an eight by twelve board. You basically need eight one inch strips. By 13. So I'll cut one real quick and we'll go from there. We turn on the suction again. 
Of the three boards you sell, which one is the most popular? Oh, maybe he can't hear me. Anybody here do any woodworking? Hey, hey, Brian, did you hear me? Which of the three is most popular? Which of the three woods? Yeah, of the three styles that you currently have. Um, I would say it's definitely the checker. It's definitely the 3D one. Everybody loves it. It's, it's just so unique. So uh, everybody just kind of migrates to that. Yeah. So once you get your uh, strips cut like this, you basically can lay them out. You can see over here, you got, uh, I've cut all these strips previously. Uh, you got your cherry, your walnut, cherry walnut. You can change the design however you want just by changing how you put them together. Because we're just making an end grain board like this. We're not going to do the checkerboard right now. So once you get that pattern laid out, the next thing we got to do is, is uh, glue it and clamp it together. So it's a pretty easy process. You get all your boards, line them up on your clamp, and this is called a parallel clamp. Put them up on the edge, and we're going to put some glue on, and we're going to clamp. Take some. And the other thing about the glue is since this is coming in contact with food product, you want to make sure that the glue that you use is also safe for food contact. And there are a few out there that are. So just that's just another note. So it takes a lot of glue because you want to make sure that you get every surface of this board on the edges covered because you want to make sure there's no gaps in the in the board. I've got a little roller, a little silicone roller to help me, you know, roll it out here. didn't realize that was made like that you glued that like that. Does the price vary depending on the size of the cutting board? Are they all a standard size or do you have different sizes? I think 12 by 18 is kind of a standard size, but everything's totally customizable. Since I make everything here uh, myself, pretty much it, uh, we can do whatever, whatever we want to do. And then as far as pricing is concerned, the edge grain boards, like checker 3D boards, they're more expensive just because there's about three times more labor that goes into this. So instead of having to do just one cut and make these strips like this, you cut this, glue it up like we're gonna do right now, then you gotta cut it again, glue it up again, and then cut it one more time. So there's, instead of doing one process, it takes three times longer. And it also takes about twice as much material to make those um, because of the cuts that you have to make. So once I've got the glue all spread out, you can see it's all over the boards, I basically just flip them on the edge right next to each other, like so. Keep the pattern the same. Diane is saying, how do you take care of the board? Is there any, and also is there any kind of warranty or anything? Uh, how do we take care of the board? As far as the, the cutting board after the fact, that's kind of what we're talking about with the, with the, with the wax. Right, but like, do you do you ever like do you wash? Yeah, I'm sure you don't put it in the dishwasher, but do you do you wash no, it? Yeah. So what, so what you want to do is with the cutting board is I would just use I just use hot water and, and a washcloth. Do not use soap on it. You, if you do use soap, that's fine. 
but over time, it's just going to get dried out a little bit. So that's where the, the, the wax comes in. Just reapply the wax when it starts to get dry. Let it set for a couple hours and then buff it off. And the nice thing about this, and you can use mineral oil since, it, since there's no waxes or beeswax involved. You just use mineral oil. Just put some mineral oil on a cloth and wipe it on. Let it absorb. And maybe do two or three coats like that and, and then just buff it off. So that way, uh, that will rejuvenate it. And you can do the same process with any type of wood that you use in your kitchen. So like a wooden spoon, you know how they get dried out all the time? Put them, people put them in the dishwasher? Yes. Yeah, so the, the best thing to do for those is the same thing. Get some mineral oil, put it on a cloth, and wipe it. Wipe it on and let it set. And that's how you rejuvenate like a wooden spoon. Because I know that at our house, you know, especially when we had all the kids around, we had, they pop them in the dishwasher and they get dried out and start cracking, that type of thing. So, yeah, that's that's the way you do it. That's the way you care for it. And as far as the warranty, uh, yeah, definitely uh, we warranty this product basically, you know, it gets work, you know, we would we, we warranty it against any defects whatsoever. And if something went wrong with it, uh, I, I would replace it or, or fix it or whatever the case may be. Um, are there are there any foods you just shouldn't cut on a cutting board, like because they have a propensity to stain it, like maybe a strawberry, for example? Um, if it's if it's uh, finished properly, you can really cut anything on it because that mineral oil basically will repel that that moisture, and repel that stain. So you can cut anything on it. If you might you might get a little. Let's say if you were cutting cherries or strawberries that were really ripe, you might get some red on it for a little while, but over time that's going to come off as well, as long as you keep it finished properly. So, yeah. So now I look at this, I've got it all glued up. And if you can see it, if you can zoom in a little bit there, uh, you can see where you can see the glue on the seams. That means all the way up and down, it means you've got really good contact between the boards uh, and it's going to glue up really nicely. So once I glue it like this, I put a clamp on top as well. We're gonna let that set for about 12 hours or overnight typically, and it'll be ready to go uh, after that. So once that's set, what we do then is take it out. We scrape all the excess glue off, and I just use a little chisel or I use a little um, spatula here, and then I get something that looks like this. So this is a smaller, small one, just like that one right there, except for it's a smaller version that I, I put together. So. After I get the, that point, scrape that glue off, I put it through the planer, which is over here. I don't think we're gonna run the planer today because it's, it's pretty loud uh, and it's just kind of a pain sometimes. But uh, what the planer does basically is it, it, you can make whatever thickness of board you want. So if this starts out at one inch, I can make take it down to three quarter and it finishes it up really nicely. So you get a good, nice smooth finish before you start sanding on it. Um, and I'm gonna plug in my sander real quick. What do you guys think of the boards? I mean, doesn't that checkerboard one really just, that was the coolest thing I ever saw. It actually yeah. took focus for Chef Will's demo because I couldn't stop looking at the board. Oh, here's a great question. Brian, Mona would like to know, does a thicker cutting board last longer than a thinner one? And does your do your prices include shipping? Uh, the prices do include shipping. And really, a cutting board... I mean, unless you use it so much, uh, the thickness really is more about the weight of the board itself. Um, 
So like this board right here, you see is two inches thick. Okay. Which is nice because you put that on a, on a, on your counter, it's not really going to slide around because it's very thick. Um, this one is an inch and a quarter thick, which is still very heavy. Most of the stuff you see at, see at stores or box stores are going to be like three quarter inch thick. Um, but the thickness, it, as far as wearing out, I would say it, it could be done, but you'd have to be cutting pretty much all day, every day for a long time. So, yeah. Uh, and I, I, I think I said, yeah, shipping is included with the pricing. Nice. I, when I stare at that, I almost feel like it's hypnotic when I stare at that one. It almost makes it. Me, yeah. It, it hypnotizes you and, and says, this is, this is amazing. It is. It's really beautiful. And you're, you know, you're, with your shirt, it's almost like, just like, it's, it's, it's oh. beautiful. Have you ever tried to get in stores or have, has anyone seen your work? Because I hopefully with through this show, they'll, they'll want to get one, you know, maybe. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I have, you know what, we're just kind of, I've got, I, I have a full-time job as well. So I'm in industrial sales, uh, industrial equipment sales. So we're just kind of getting it launched. We're just kind of easing into it. Um, because, you know, I, I was going to say, like, the kind of stores that I think would like something that's that unique, I don't know if you want to contact them, but one of them is where I used to live in the desert. It's called Kitchen Kitchen. It was the most beautiful, uh, like, kitchen store ever, and she, all of her stuff was very unique. And then there's okay. another in Grass Valley called Tessa's Culinary Kitchen. Because I'm not thinking, like, like you're not, like, to be in a Walmart, like a high oh, beautiful yeah. culinary store. So those two, you know, maybe if, I don't know if you have like little small samples to sell them or maybe this video or just because it, I think if people saw how beautiful it was, they would want one, or at least I want one. I mean, I want the checkerboard one. Now that I well, see, I know well, I really want the checkerboard one. <laughs> well, you know, you, you were supposed to have one, but you guessed <laughs> it didn't work out so, <laughs> so it'll, it'll be there shortly yeah are you able to personalize them because i know some companies that sell wooden things for some reason i don't know how they do it they're able to like inscribe things on the cutting board yeah no we, we can do that as well and, and there's a couple of different methods to do that and it stencil it on there or you can engrave it on there uh either way uh oh, that, you can do that, yes oh that would have been cool to have it say chef aj's healthy kitchen um karen says what kind of wood are these cutting boards Okay, so the checkered ones. Um, so basically, the checkered ones, same same wood as is this one. This is uh, the white colored wood is maple, and the darker colored wood is walnut. Uh, again, maple back there with a little bit of that purple heart for the two stripes. I think I like the lighter one better, but I I love them both. How do you get a purple stripe in there? So. What you do is uh, when you cut the strips, like you, we saw here when I put them together to glue them up, uh, I have a couple strips of of this purple heart like this, and I just put it in between before I glue it, and I glue it up like that. So strips of maple and then two strips of, of the purple heart right here, which are half inch thick, half inch wide. That's really cool. If you guys have yeah, any right. questions, put them in the, the chat. Uh, Karen wants to know, do you ever use cherry wood? Yes, actually, I do. And what we just glued up right here uh, is maple and cherry. So, yeah, so this is cherry, cherry right here in these strips and walnut. And, yeah, we got a bunch of cherry back there as well. Yes, I do. And I think there's a picture on the website of a cherry 
cherry board. And there's a question if you can use both sides of the cutting board or do one of the sides have little feet? Um, I don't put feet on them unless people request them, and which is people like to put feet on so they don't, they're certainly not going to move. But like on these boards, what I do is I put some handles on the bottom, little finger grooves, so you can pick them off the table. So you can certainly use both sides if you'd like. Um, they're they're going to be the same, but yeah, they do have, a, unless they're not, unless you request not to have them, I put these, these finger grooves so you can easily pick them off the table. Or off the counter, I should say. Uh, Jennifer says, how long do they last and how do you clean them and care for them? Maybe she came a little bit late. Oh, that's fine. Uh, they're pretty much going to last, last pretty much forever, I would say. Um, as long as you take care of them. And, and again, to, to take care of them, uh, you want to make sure that you, uh, after they get started to get dried out, you can tell when they start to get dried out, they'll lose their color a little bit or, you know, they get a little rough. You just put, uh, reapply the mineral oil on them, wipe it on a couple times and uh, let, them, let them dry and, and buff that off and you're good to go again. The mineral oil basically protects the, the wood from, from water, from water absorbing into it and, and making it expand. So, yeah. And there's a question, what is the hardest wood? What is the hardest wood? Huh. That's a good question. Of the, of the ones that I use, uh, of these, between the maple and the walnut and the cherry, the maple is the hardest. But I think overall, I'm not sure what the hardest wood is, but uh, definitely the maple is that I use. Hickory, which you don't want to really use for cutting boards, is very porous, and that's really hard. And that's really hard on your tools. There's a question Do you from Janet. Do you need a CNC machine to engrave letters? Uh, not necessarily. No, you can do it. You can do it by hand with a, with a, a router with a with a, a template. That's typically the way it's done. If you don't have a CNC, uh, use a, a, a router and a template. Nice. How many do or you have? You can, or you can use like a, a Dremel tool. A lot of people have those uh, with with the with the guide as well. Very cool. That's interesting about the glue. How do we, do you know any brands of, of, of food safety glue? Yeah. So I use the, the Gorilla Glue, the wood glue. And that that's that's safe to eat? I mean, not to eat, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it says right here, compliant with FDA standards for indirect food contact. So that's that's one. Another one that I use is, uh, the brand is a, a tight bond. And this is type on two. I, I don't use this on cutting boards. They have a type on three, which is also uh, FDA approved. Yeah. How long does it take to make one board from start to finish? Uh, just depends on, you know, something like this. Uh, you know, the labor that goes into a board like this is probably like four to six hours around there somewhere. I mean, not straight through because you got to let it dry in between times to glue it up with the labor itself. You make more than one at a time. But whereas something like this board right here that we made the small one, you can make this board in literally probably 45 minutes to an yeah, hour. Yeah, that would be cute to have a little one, like if you're just cutting something really small, you know? It is. And you can use it for, you know, you can use it to put, 
vegetables out on or, or fruit out on, whatever. It's, it's nice to have. How do you get like the onion smell out of the cutting board? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know how you do that, to be honest with you. <laughs> that would be, uh, yeah, I think that's one of those ones where it probably gets into the wood a little bit, but over time, I'm sure it would work. It would, it would come out. But yeah, I don't know about that one. That's something. Well, I wish you every success with your new venture. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I mean, your work your work is really beautiful. I hope the people will um, will find you. that. Appreciate yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hope so too. You know, we're, we're just kind of getting started and um, we I like doing it and it's it's I've been um, just grew up with it, so I really enjoy it. Thank you so much for having oh. us on. Oh, wait, wait, I was gonna let you go, but now there's more questions, so let's get to okay. you. Um, okay. there's one from Diana Can you use vinegar to clean them? Um, I don't know why you couldn't use vinegar to clean them. It wouldn't hurt them. It wouldn't be any worse than using water. Again, I would just be cognizant of when you when it starts to dry out, reapply the, the mineral oil to keep it to keep it good. But yeah, you can do that. It's not really gonna hurt it. Great. And then there's a question. I think it's from Deborah. Uh, yeah. Do you have any new designs that you're thinking about creating? There's lots of designs out there. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of them that I want to try. I've just kind of been working on me, on this particular design a lot uh, because it takes a long time to really get it down pat. But yeah, there's some there's some really nice uh, wavy designs you can put in, uh, some different three-dimensional stuff you can do. But yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I will be doing that at some point. So you literally... Yeah. Talk, you literally... You literally... Oh, go ahead. Well, you go ahead. <laughs> I'll go so ahead. So if somebody sees something or an idea that they have, uh, please reach out. I'm happy to, you know, put that to, put that to try to uh, put it together and see what we can do. But I'm happy to, to try new ideas. So you literally saw a YouTube video of a cutting board that looks like the checkerboard one, and then you started making it. Yep. I did. Kind of laid it out and took, you know, just researched it. And it took a few trials to get it right, but. Yeah, I definitely did. Did you get any, uh, did you get it on the first try? No, I did not. <laughs> I think it was about the third try when I got it, got it to the point where it was, it was decent. So now I've probably made, I don't know, 30, 40 of them probably. Um, so I'm getting down, down, down pat pretty well. But you already knew how to make, do woodworking and make furniture and things like that, right? Yeah, definitely. I did. I grew up, my dad was a carpenter, so I grew up around woodworking. Um, I didn't, I went to college and got my chemistry degree, but uh, he, uh, I was around him when I was young and just really fell in love with it. So uh, when I had the chance to, to pick it up again to do some things I did, so it was, it was, it was awesome. Have you ever injured yourself doing woodworking? I have not, thankfully. Um, I, I take safety very seriously. I like to have all my fingers um, intact, and uh, I'm not moving myself. I make sure that I, I do the right things. That's great. Let's see. Uh, Mary says, "Do you make boards from one piece of wood with no glue?" Um, I don't. I could, but the issue that I I see or you can see with one piece of wood is 
depends on how wide that piece you want to make that. But over time, that wood is going to is going to has the potential to warp. It can go, you know, concave or convex or whatever the case may be. But it has a tendency to move around. All wood moves around over time because it absorbs more shear and just heat and, and cold. So I I typically don't. I mean, you can, but what I would say is you have to be careful that you know these are nice and flat, obviously. So it's flat. If you have one piece, it tends to warp and it won't set quite as flat. What's the most unusual thing you ever made? Oh wow. Um, well. I guess this is kind of cool. I don't know, I think it's probably, I made this ring game. You know, you've probably seen one of these before, I'm sure. But uh, yeah. I've, I've, never, I've never seen that. How do you use it? So you basically have one person on each side and you uh, have a ring and a string and you try to get the hook back onto this little hook right here. So yep, you can compete. You have, a little, you have a little marker that you put right here. And then as you make, let's say I make a ring, I move the marker towards them. Once I get it all the way over to their, their side, I win. So yeah, two people on one on each side. And I can't, of course I can't, I won't be able to hook one right now, but that's, that's, you just keep going until you hook. So yeah, it's kind of a neat little, little game. The neighbor, the neighbor uh, requested some of these. So I made, uh, I think I made like eight of them and uh, she, she had a party and she wanted some of these. So yeah, I'd say this is probably the most unique thing I made. That is really cool. So yeah. um, here's a question. Sure. From, are there any benefits using multiple pieces of wood from a strength-wise angle? Um, there actually there actually is because um, when you glue several pieces of wood together, you'll have that, that width where you can just snap it like this. All these things are glued together so that so there's less pieces of, so less, I guess, span of one piece of wood, which is easier to break. So yeah, that's why, that's two reasons you do with all the, all the glue up of all the boards is, one is to, so it doesn't warp, and the other one is for strength purposes. Yes. Great. And Diana says, in the future, could you make boards out of designs that are in the state of like a shape, a shape of a state, like I guess like a United States state, like, you know, maybe Texas or California or a cactus shape or some kind of unique shape that isn't just square? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They have, uh, you can get pretty much any, you know, there's a couple ways to do that is to one, you could draw it out, on, um, make your board, draw it out and cut it out with a, with a, uh, Bandsaw. The other one is they have templates out there. That you can, believe it or not, they have templates for that type of stuff. So you have a template of the state of of uh, Kansas, for example, and you can put it on there and you cut it out, and then, uh, you're good to go. But yes, that is available. It sounds like fun. I actually saw, you know, I'm in Meetup. I, I, I'm a member of Meetup.com. I have a healthy eating group, but sometimes you get notifications for other types of groups because I'm also interested in just crafts in general. And they actually have a woodworking group up here, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I follow a lot of the, I follow some groups on online as well for cutting boards. And there's everybody is very helpful and have really, really cool designs. Very cool. What was the biggest thing you've ever made? Um, I would say the biggest thing I made would be we made uh, kind of a coffee table that was about four foot by four foot. Um, 
turned out really well. And one of our daughters has it in her apartment. So yeah, it's really neat. You know, I, I, I thank you for the question, Deborah, because I've been posting without verbally saying in the chat and in the show notes that Brian is offering a 20% discount if you mentioned Chef AJ, but she's saying, how long will that discount last? How about as long as Chef AJ's alive? <laughs> I'm just that's, kidding. That's perfect. If you, if you reference that Chef AJ, you're going to get oh, oh, that's funny. That's yeah. Very funny. Well, when I get my board, I'm going to take a picture. Unless you, you know what, send me a picture because it would make a nice yeah. thumbnail. And I'm going to contact Janet Kitchen Kitchen because this is a very high end, unique product, and I can see it in one of those really beautiful stores that you buy kitchen stuff. You know. Well, great, thank you. But you're going to get you're going to get one of the checkerboards, and you're going to get uh, two of the smaller ones. So you'll you'll have a couple to to, to look at. Yep. Very cool. Well, this was a lot of fun, Brian, and uh, congratulations on starting this new venture. I tell you that that checkerboard one is it's really <laughs> never seen anything like it because when Will was doing his demo, I wasn't even focusing on the food. The board is mesmerizing to look at. It's very, very beautiful. Well, thank you so much. And I appreciate you having me on again. It's, well, it's, it's very it's, nice. It's my pleasure. We're not here to talk about diets, but I hear since since you met the people at Whole Harvest, you're actually eating more plants. I actually am. Yeah, my wife uh, is 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 been on me to do that, and I actually enjoy it. She makes we have some really good meals. She makes really good lasagna, vegetable lasagna, chili, and yeah, I, I'm I'm doing doing really well. I, I need to do better, but overall, it's it's I've, I've come a long way. Well, that's great because now you're in our community and we're just happy for you. And just we, we love it when people eat more plants. And um, thank you very much for making such a beautiful product that goes with our lifestyle for sure. Great. Thanks again for having me on. Oh, my pleasure, Brian. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. We have another show for you today at 2 p.m. Pacific time. We have Chef Kelly Williamson. She's going to be making wonderful food. I wish I could tell you what it was because I can't remember, but it's it's some kind of pasta. It's got some, some long Italian names. So just come back at two for Chef Kelly. Thanks for watching, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.